And when you start to reduce all of these things down to their base level, I truly do believe that it comes down to this phrase of, of ego. It comes down to that thought process. And the problem is, is everybody is so afraid to say that they're conceited or that they have an ego. We all do. We like we do. That's that's a something that just as humans, that status and validation and acceptance in our communities, that's something that's hardwired into us. But the problem is that stuff can become out of whack, just like any of our core emotions, right? You can be you can be too romantic, right? And that's called being a stalker. <laughs> right? Or you can have the appropriate amounts of being romantic and it's sweet. today we're going to talk a little bit about ego as the enemy and this is a book that was popularized by Ryan Holiday who's an excellent author I highly recommend the daily stoic and we're going to talk about this a little bit more you know from my frame of reference or for the frame of reference of the coaching staff and people who are involved with uh, you know helping other people achieve health and fitness goals and what we see is a lot of times the biggest barrier to both physical and mental improvement is ego. And we'll talk about this a little bit in a couple different settings, but where I want you guys to set your mind is to try to think about what are things that have limited your development in the past and also what are things that have limited your happiness in the past. And one of the things that we see, and I think both can come back very quickly to ego or to really kind of a an obsession with us getting some sort of validation. And this is something that Maria and I discussed last night. And one of the things that as I was driving, I was listening to Ben Bergeron's most recent podcast, and he talks a lot about how social media impacts people. And I told Maria, I go, you know, I hadn't really thought about it very much until that podcast came out and I started listening to it. But I really realized how thankful I am to have all of that removed from my life. And it's done wonders for me, I think, from an ego perspective. And I think if we're really honest, I'm going to try to be really, really honest with you guys here. There are a lot of things that are done purely out of ego, and we have to do a better job of admitting that to ourselves. So I'm going to use my own social media as an example of that. And I am perfectly guilty of somebody who posted PRs and posted PR videos and when I look back at it now, I don't really, I, I don't have an answer for you as to why I would post that outside of two different things. One, I do like to look back on those. It is kind of fun to have a track record of PRs when you hit a new PR and you maybe see, oh my gosh, my form's gotten better. My mobility is better. I've improved and I can look back and I can see the last you know, 15 clean PRs that I've had. So there is some value in that and some you know, mental growth in the fact of you know, having that validation for just your own process. Like, look, I have this video and it's saved online and I can go back and I can see it whenever I want. 
And then the other end of it is purely from the ego perspective. It's, you know, it's a pride thing. I always trained very, very hard and I was prideful of the fact that I was getting better and I wanted to share that with other people. But when you really think about it, really what I'm trying to do then is I'm bragging about it to other people. And I think getting caught up in that kind of bragging, you know, whether it's posting pictures on vacation or whatever, you know, the more Maria and I have this discussion and we break it down, the less we really see the need to post anything outside of things that we want to be able to look back on. But the cool part about this is there are plenty of services that the iPhone and the Internet provide us with the ability to save and store photos in actually a much better format than Instagram and Facebook do. And so I've actually just started using Google Photos and backing up my phone and organizing things into folders for, you know, Blitz and mine and Maria's lives and mine and my family's lives and our house projects and our professional development. And, you know, I went back and took a bunch of time to go back through all of my old photos of the original gym and my original friends working out and organize them into folders, just like people in olden days used to do for photos photo albums. And I think there's a lot of stuff that we used to do in, you know, the 70s, 80s and 90s that had real value just from a we were doing it purely out of our own motivations for our own happiness. So we were organizing memories into photo albums and putting little labels on them. You know, I'd say Florida 2019. And you could go back and look at those memories and really Nobody else would ever do that outside of family or people who were there, people who really, really cared about you. Otherwise, it would just sit on this dusty shelf. And, you know, none of the people who don't care about it, which is most people, I know most people, it's hard to think sometimes, but most people do not care about your vacations and they would just never see it. Right. Because who's going to come over to your house and start looking around your bookshelves and being like, oh, I've been dying to see pictures of you in Florida when you're just like an acquaintance of that person. Right. They don't care. And so I started doing that a little bit digitally and taking those things in. And then I can go back and I can quickly find the photos now on my phone and I can share them with my mom or my dad or I can share them with Maria or I can share them with, you know, maybe our future kids or anything along those lines. And it's simple and it's easy and I can be there to share in the experience with them and we can talk about it and it can be something to do. We, we were talking last night about, you know, how people go on vacations and like everybody knows everything already. And, you know, you come to the gym and everybody knows about your lifts you hit. And we get these immediate validation experiences all the time. And I think that that is causing us to have more egotistical things. And I think that each time that we create or get involved with things that are at their core ego driven, I think that we get more and more separated from each other. We get more separated from the ability to communicate effectively. And we also get into the habit of becoming a bragger. And we get in the habit of becoming somebody who in person also starts to, you know, put pressure on people to have the this immediate validation. 
And this is something that, you know, around the gym, we're constantly battling. And, you know, Eric did a presentation for our coach and professional development yesterday about relationships. And it caused a lot of conversation amongst the coaching staff about things that we have been struggling with, things that we struggle with frequently and how we can, you know, navigate those challenges as a team to try to get better. And one of the things that we're going to try to do to combat some of the, these challenges is this discussion, right? Have a discussion about it on the podcast, have a discussion about it on coaches so that we can send this in the future to people who are struggling with these things, or we can have a conversation using the same terminology or similar terminology that this podcast would use so that we can be more on the same page as a community, as a culture. And the culture that I want to create, the culture of friendship, is one where people are happy with their own process and they're proud of their own process, but not one where we seek to, you know, always be putting out these lures to people where we're fishing for compliments or we're fishing for validation and we're going out of our way to try to almost like seek that little dopamine hit of happiness that comes from other people saying like, wow, that's incredible. Like you're amazing. That's so great. Uh, you know, and more just being proud of the fact that, you know, we are sticking to a process and that process is a lifetime. Because one of the things that I think is going to start happening to people, and I've already seen it start to happen, and we've been doing this long enough now where we can see where people are going to be three or four years in the future or five or six years in the future along their fitness journey, is if you are in that game where you need constant validation, where you need constant dopamine hits, there is going to come a scenario in the near future where you're not able to get those anymore. And when that starts happening, people start to do weird things, right? They start to be dramatic. They start to get negative. They get into a downward spiral. They start to become mildly depressed because so much of their happiness was derived from other people validating them and, you know, giving them that little ego boost. And when you lose that identity, when you can no longer achieve those things from other people, then you start to kind of wonder, what am I, what am I doing? Like, I don't like this anymore. This isn't fun anymore. This blah, 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 blah. And we start to lose sight of the process of why we're doing what we're doing. So I'm going to put this into a context for you guys, and I'm just going to use myself here. Okay, so back in you know 2015, 16, right? I was hard charging. I was in peak physical condition. I was strong. I was fit. I was competitive in CrossFit, and I would post you know pictures and videos and things of you know us doing competitive workouts, me finishing well in the open, whatever it might be. And you get these hits like, "Wow, it's amazing! Like you're killing it. Good luck this year. Keep going." Blah blah blah. And I would I, would, I was getting caught up in all of those things. And as as I tell people now, I always tell people, you know, I was feeling myself, and that ego was you know a bit. 
I guess you'd say out of control. And I'm super thankful for Chris and John being in my life for this because this is something that they kind of gave me was constantly checking ego. And we did that for each other, I think, but constantly checking my ego and eventually being, you know, driving forces for me to essentially be off of social media entirely. And once you start to go down from there, right? So now, you know, I'm not as strong. I'm not as fit. I'm not as capable. I don't have the PRs to post. I don't have the top competitive, you know, finishes to boast about. I don't have videos and pictures of me standing on podiums with trophies and money. I don't have those things anymore. And you see all the time now, you see a lot of people who were very successful in this sport in the early days that were constantly posting things and they don't even do it anymore. They don't work out with intensity anymore or they don't even work out at all anymore. And they've moved on to other things. And the reason is, is they don't have that dopamine hit. Like I was posting all the time and I was getting all this validation and my identity was so consumed with getting that validation as it pertains to CrossFit that as soon as I start to lose that identity, it was no longer fun for me. As opposed to if we just focus instead on the process and the fact that we're proud of the fact that we worked out, you know, five or six days this week and that we've been eating really healthy and what that's going to do for our long term development. And we do it just for ourselves because it's what's right for ourselves. We don't do it for other people. We do it because it makes us a better father, a better business owner, a better employee, a better friend, a better person. We do it for that. And we don't post about it on social media and we don't go up to people all the time and be like, yeah, like I PR this and, you know, and I did that. And all the people at work are like, dude, I don't even know what that means. And so then you come into the CrossFit gym and you're like telling people because they know and you're like, yeah, I PR this and I PR that. And people are like, hell yeah, dude, that's awesome. That's amazing. But what they should be saying and where I always try to tell as a coach is like, that's fantastic that you work so hard and stuck to a process to be able to earn that. Be more proud of the fact that you were able to dedicate yourself to a process consistently and that consistent process led you to success and be proud only just for yourself because that life lesson learned and appreciated the right way is super, super valuable. And I hope that you can see the difference there because one is fleeting and one is evergreen, right? Posting on social media or going up and getting these dopamine hits of people boosting you up and telling you all these, you know, telling you what you just did was amazing. And you only doing that thing, only lifting weights so that you can get that immediate, you know, gratification of coaches and everybody in the gym telling you like, you're such an incredible athlete. That's so amazing. If that's all you do it for you will fail in the long run. And the reason is because there will be days, time never loses. You will not, you will hit a max lift that will be the top of that, you know, that'll be the pinnacle of that mountain. And you will never be able to hit that weight again. That is a certainty in life. Whether that happens because of time or because of training or because of injuries or because of lifestyle or whatever, 
it will happen. There will be a day where you will no longer be able to hit that PR and look to your left or right and say, that was a PR. I just PR'd my overhead squat. You will not be able to say that anymore. And if your sole existence and excitement and energy is an ego check is hit by only that immediate dopamine response of posting the video of your overhead squat and, you know, going to the left and right and getting all that validation from coaches and that's it. And we don't just respect the process and appreciate the fact that we worked hard and earned that and working hard and earning things is valuable in and of itself. And we're self-confident and self-aware enough to understand that we don't want to become obsessed with those dopamine hits from other people, from external sources for things that are not going to continue to happen. If we don't realize that, then we're going to be screwed. When those days come, when you can no longer PR or when you start to have multiple kids and your lifestyle changes so much that you're not able to work out five or six days a week, eat whatever you want and, you know, and just be a stud because you're no longer 26 and single and, you know, working a begin, you know, an an entry level job. Stuff changes. Life changes. And we can't get caught up in the short-term gratification world. So what I recommend then, what we need to get in the habit of, is starting to think about how we respect the process and how we appreciate the process. And I think the biggest thing for me, I have to, I'm I'm not strong enough of a person to still have Instagram or Facebook. I had to delete them. Some people certainly can be. Some people can probably handle those things responsibly. And, uh, you know, if they're honest with themselves and they don't post stuff that's braggarty or whatever, if they are able to handle that, then that's fantastic. Right. I just think for me and the reason that I made the decisions that I made was because I couldn't handle it. The only way for me to improve those things were to remove them entirely from my life. And I still struggle with this in a lot of other ways, too. But one of the big things that I try to focus on now more than ever is the the um, you know, we watch law abiding citizen and I'm not going to get the Roman emperor right uh, who did this. But there was a Roman emperor who used to walk through the streets and all of the citizens loved him and they would praise him and tell him how much they loved him and how incredible he was and all this stuff. And he hired a person to follow him through the streets and just continue to tell him, you're only a man. You're only a man. And once you start to realize that ego is the enemy, once you start to realize that when we start to get too consumed with what other people think about us and we start to attribute our own success and validation to other people, we're going to start to do things that are either going to be fleeting and short-lived or we're going to start to do things that lack integrity. And this is something else that we see in the gym. So I just told you, I will probably never be able to PR, you know, lifts again, or maybe even PR a lot of workouts. And so we just did Jackie last week. And so let's take Jackie as a good example of a workout that I will probably never PR again. I practiced that workout a ton when I was in peak physical shape. I was eight years younger and seven years younger. And, you know, 
I maximized it. And so what's the only way that I could post a bunch of PR stuff and, and, you know, go on beyond the whiteboard and post a 524, which would be a PR, right? How could I do that? Well, if I didn't have integrity, I could maybe do 38 or 39 thrusters. I could maybe do 24 or 25 pull-ups. I could maybe not get below parallel on all my squats. I could maybe not get my chin over bar on all my pull-ups. Do you guys see the problem there? If I'm too obsessed with what other people think about my results and I'm connecting success in my head with the dopamine hit that comes from other people's acceptance and validation and cheering, then I'm going to start to do things that lack integrity that are not in my own best interest just to get that little hit today, just to start to feel myself a little bit more in the short term. And I hope that you guys can see that that is a massive, massive psychological and life issue that you are bringing upon yourself. At this point, I've become obsessed with trying to just the term integrity, integrity and accountability. I want to, you know, finish my life and say that everything I did, I did with integrity and I was accountable. I put my name on things. I put myself out there to be held accountable, to be trash talked by people on social media or behind my back or gossip or whatever, because I put myself out in the arena. I tried things and I failed because I'm human and that's what happens. I want to be somebody who has seen if I've gotten worse, I want to tell you I've gotten worse, right? If I've gotten better, I'm not going to tell you about it because that's what we're supposed to be doing is getting better. We're supposed to be improving ourselves, right? If you're in the gym and you're working hard and you're earning those results, that's incredible, but be proud of yourself and be happy for yourself and understand that that's what you're supposed to be doing. We celebrate it because that's the that's the end of that finite game, right? We celebrate PRs because in my mind as a coach, celebrating PRs, let's just say weightlifting, celebrating PRs show that you've been working and doing the right things. Right? You've been sleeping right. You've been doing mobility. You've been doing the strength work. You've been coming consistently to class. You've been eating right. It shows that there has been some work involved in your life that was harder, not easier. That's what we're celebrating there. And if you take that down to its raw level, it's just a moment that's celebrating the past work. It's like if you go and you see like a 40th anniversary party, the party is fantastic and it's great. And it's just a moment in time, but it's celebrating those past 40 years of you dedicating your life to one person and you loving that person and working hard at a marriage because it's challenging and it's celebrating that. Right. But we can't constant. We can't need the 40th anniversary party for us to be happy about our 40 years of marriage. We need that on our own. We need to be grateful and thankful for those 40 years of marriage. And if somebody throws us a 40th anniversary party, that's awesome. Great. 
Enjoy it. I'm not telling you not to enjoy these things. I'm not telling you not to post about it. Enjoy it. That's fine. But don't be reliant on it for happiness. That's where the issue starts to come in. And I worry so much about people who are really involved with social media because I think that they start to lose sight of that. I think they start to need the event. They need the post as validation, as happiness. And we have actually had people say, you know, why don't I ever get posted about you know, you guys, you guys don't celebrate me or my PRs. They didn't get posted. Or I didn't get a video of it or I didn't get this or I didn't get that. It's like, but you, but you PR'd, you, you did it. Right. And they're like, well, yeah. And I'm like, well, and I, I saw like everybody clapped and cheered and like your partners gave you a high five and the coach was really excited for you. Like, yeah, but it wasn't on social media. It's like, wait, what? Seriously? Like, like who cares? It doesn't matter. You you just be happy for yourself. That's this is all this is about. Is you're doing the right thing and you're getting better. And that's awesome. And it's like we should just celebrate just the fact that we're getting better and not getting worse. And you're more fit now than you were yesterday. Like that's and we know that now for a fact. Isn't that enough? And when you start to reduce all of these things down to their base level, I truly do believe that it comes down to this phrase of, of ego. It comes down to that thought process. And the problem is, is everybody is so afraid to say that they're conceited or that they have an ego. We all do. We like we do. That's it's a something that just as humans that was status and validation and acceptance in our communities. That's something that's hardwired into us. But the problem is that stuff can become out of whack, just like any of our core emotions, right? You can be, you can be too romantic, right? And that's called being a stalker, <laughs> right? Or you can have the appropriate amounts of being romantic and it's sweet, Right. And so there's there's varying degrees of all of these things. Right. You can be kind and you can be too kind. Right. Where it's like, dude, it's getting weird. Just leave me the hell alone. <laughs> like, there's so there's there's uh, there's varying degrees of all of this. And you want enough ego to have self-confidence to believe in yourself and believe in what you can do as a person. But you don't want so much ego that you are constantly in need of other people to boost you up. And you start to like push that on other people. You start to tell them all the time, like about all of the things that you're doing and how amazing all of them are so that they'll come back to you and give you that little ego boost. And that's where we start to become the stalker of egos. So I hope that that kind of concept makes sense to you guys. And this is just something that, you know, PR week and test week and all this stuff like it, it's full of exciting moments and it's full of social media moments and, and post worthy videos and all these things. And it's all like it's fine if we have the self-awareness of what we're doing and why we're doing it. 
And if you go into that with open eyes and a clear heart and you understand exactly what the ramifications and the possible challenges of doing that is, if you go into it with that and you know that you have it under control, I've got social media under control. Awesome. Then you're fine. You're good to go. I'm not talking to you. But if you start to, you know, not understand or appreciate the process, or maybe you've shaved reps in a workout here or there just so that you can know that you can pee, that you PR'd, which you didn't PR, right? And we know, the coaches know, trust me. Uh, and we've gone back and looked at security footage because we thought that maybe that person, you know, shaved some reps and maybe they didn't have integrity. And we go back and we watch. And yep, sure enough. Yep. Lack of integrity, right? And it's something that we chat. That was the biggest struggle that all the coaches, you know, communicated yesterday is, you know, how do we help people who are, you know, constantly seeking out, you know, coaches and the community's validation for their happiness in health and fitness? How do we do that? And I think the only way that we can do that is if we first understand what the negative implications are of being ego and dopamine it driven. That short term gratification, those little ego boosts that we get from other people, we cannot be reliant on those things. And this is true all the time when you start to think about business. And I think the the clearest analogy for this is, you know, the 2008 housing collapse is we started to get all these people all hopped up and all feeling themselves. And, you know, they associated success with how much money and status they had. And so when you get into that game, the only way to one up your fellow man you know, they're, they're, you know, five pounds more than you were on a squat or beating you in a workout. Their ego hit is earning more money than you. And when everybody gets involved in that game, then we're going to start to do things that lack integrity. Going to start to do things that are not the right answer. And we're going to do things for the wrong reasons. And that's exactly what happened. So all these people, all these banks, companies, companies ego, right? It's like, I want to have the biggest bank on Wall Street. I want to have the biggest stock of all banking stocks in the entire world. That's ego. It's a company's ego. All these companies have egos. A lot of companies have egos. They want to be the best. And they view the best as being the one with the biggest stock market cap and the most success and the most power and all these things. So how do we do that? Well, we have to, you know, we have to one up our revenue from last year and we have to do this and we have to do that. How are we going to do it? How are we going to show the world that we're the best? Right. Well, the only way we've run out of legit ways to do it. So now we're going to start cheating people. We're going to start cheating other people who are doing the right thing by doing the wrong thing. And that's what sucks is there's there's victims there. And a lot of times the victim, well, and not in the 2000, well, sometimes in the 2008 housing collapse, I guess some people lost, but they weren't held accountable, right? They weren't punished. The people who were the problem were not punished appropriately. But in CrossFit, they are, right? In life and in fitness, you are punished for that. Whether or not you see it or not, if you're shaving reps and you're having a lack of integrity with your training and your issue because you're not appreciating the process in your own practice of things, 
and you're becoming too obsessed with what other people think about you. You're becoming too obsessed with your persona on social media and, you know, where you finish in competitions and all these things. You're becoming too obsessed with those ego driven things. Then you're going to start to do things that are not in your best interest from a health and fitness perspective. You're going to start skipping the process. And when you stop being able to PR, a lot of people, because they can't handle that ego hit, they quit. They stop. They go on to other things, right? And you start to talk to them and it's like, yeah, like, I don't think I'm not really feeling CrossFit anymore. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's cool. Like, that's awesome. What are you going to go into? Like, oh, I think, you know, I'm going to go and run marathons. And you're like, oh, do you, I didn't even, I thought you hated running. I didn't know you liked running. And they're like, no, I don't. I hate running. And it's like, uh, okay, but you love, like you, you loved CrossFit. Why? Well, I'm just not getting better anymore. And you're like, well, right. You know, at a certain point, you can't continue to PR everything all the time. We really have to work for it. And your life circumstances has been really hard. So it's okay to not PR and still come in. But like, if you hate running, you're not going to be happy there. And you're going to basically stop, you know, weightlifting and resistance training, you know, doing metabolic conditioning, all these things that are really necessary for good health and fitness. So basically what you're saying is you're going to do something that you like less and you're going to hurt your health and fitness all because you can't take the ego hit of not being celebrated in PRs anymore. Do you guys see the issue there? That's what's happening. And that's what we're seeing. And in this world that we live in, that's so social media driven, people think it's cooler to go and do something that's maybe not what's best for them or go and do something that they don't even enjoy so that they can post a picture of them finishing a marathon and having a marathon medal and saying, look what I did so that now they can get a bunch more likes and a bunch more comments. And there we are back at the beginning again. And we're just, doing things that are not in our best interest so that we can chase something that is just not real. (laughs) Like it just doesn't matter. And when that obsession, I mean, it's it, I think at this point, I think it is probably the biggest threat to our community and the biggest threat to happiness. It's like there with like sugar addiction, drug addiction. And, you know, we just don't think it's a problem. Like, and I think this is the thing is like, it's just people just aren't looking at it open eyed. And that's what scares me the most is at least with sugar addiction. Most people know like, yeah, you know, I probably shouldn't be, you know, drinking a ton of pop with smoking. Most people know like, yeah, I know this will kill me, but nah. With ego addiction and with social media and with dopamine addiction and all these things, these short term gratification feelings, status, obsessions with status, people have a really hard time realizing those things. They have a really hard time. And I'm I'm just speaking from my own experience with this. I had a really hard time. People I know that I'm around every day have had a really hard time. And I think most people in our community, especially kids, they're looking left and right for role models that are going to show them the way that are going to show them how to be happy. They're going to give them the blueprint. This is how you become happy. This is how you start to learn who you are and what you're about. 
And man, I don't know about you, but I don't want to show them something where they're obsessed with pleasing other people and becoming a status symbol and doing all these things for ego instead of just worrying about their own happiness and development and doing what's best for them in the long run. So I hope this one hits. So I hope this one hits you guys well. I know that this one's a little bit more abrasive in nature. And like I said, this is a challenging topic to tackle with people because I don't think that we are. I don't think we're talking about it as a society. I don't think that people are able to articulate and communicate the fact that they have a problem with these things. I don't even think a lot of people have self-awareness that they have a problem with these things. And a lot of times it starts to get really challenging to broach these subjects with people who are struggling with them. So the only way that we can do that is if we start having the conversation, if we start discussing these things. And so this is me starting that conversation. And, you know, if you guys felt, uh, you know, interested in this topic or you guys are struggling with something like this or you guys think, you know what, like Jeff sounds like like an egotistical dick in this because, you know, he thinks he's better than people because he's off social media and he thinks this and he thinks that it really isn't, um, you know, that's not my goal in this. Uh, You know, where I'm coming from a lot with this is just that I have found myself much more capable of being happy and much less concerned about what other people are thinking. And because of that, I've been able to just do what's best for me, which is not worrying about what weight I'm lifting and not worrying too much about PR and and being more happy with the fact that I'm doing something physically active every day. And I'm more concerned with, you know, spending time developing a good life for my coaches, my employees and my family than I am worried about that short term ego hit of me PRing weightlifting and CrossFit conditioning workouts, which, to be really honest with you, I think I was more consumed with for a lot of years. And that was something that I was doing. And I was struggling with, you know, not feeling like it was ever enough and not feeling totally validated and not feeling good and always feeling like I had to do something more. I had to be better or I had to one up myself and being in this rat race that was leading me to a lot of, you know, unhappiness in that world. And I think that I can help people avoid that trap if we are able to start this conversation. So if you guys are in this world, this one's going to take some work and this one's going to take a little bit of, uh, you know, taking probably a couple steps backwards to take a few steps forwards. And so, you know, that's what we're doing here. And I hope that this helps you guys. And I hope this, uh, this is something that I'm very open to talking about. So if you guys want to send me an email or a voice memo or talk to, talk to me about it in person, I welcome that and love you guys. Hope you have a great day. Hope you have a great week. Thanks.